when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Athletico Mints. I hope your Hoover bag drawer is well stocked and your stair carpet plump and degritted. Imagine, if you can, that you are receiving a relaxing back massage at your local high street wellness centre. Sitar music is playing in the background and the smell of exotic essential oils is drifting around the room. You can feel the stress and tightness leaving your body. You close your eyes and imagine you are lounging on a sandy beach in Mauritius. Suddenly the door of the room bursts open. It is the owner of the spa, a squat, rotund plop of a man wearing only football shorts and cowboy boots. Oh, you'd better get out of here quick. The cops are on the way for a raid for money laundering. You don't want to get dragged down with what? It is, of course, my co-host, Mr Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr Grifter, he's a massage trickster. Oh, Mr Laundry, his life's so tawdry. Ah. Oh, Mr Hand Oils, face like a gargoyle. Oh, Mr Puddles, heading for prison cuddles. So that. So a little money laundering <laughs> operation. Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> it's an allegation and that's all. Okay. How are you today, Andrew? I'm all right. I've got a slight problem in as much as um, at some point during the night, my dog urinated on my toolbox. Don't oh, know what dear. I meant to do about that. How did you know? Was it just uh, visually apparent or did you smell it? It was, it was visually apparent when I, I went into the kitchen this morning. Yeah. Yeah. The toolbox was there on the floor. Uh, well, it had either leaked urine from inside the toolbox, yeah. or the dog had, had, had pissed on it. So I don't know. I don't. Do you, I wasn't storing any urine in the toolbox, as far I as I remember. I was going to say. I wondered if you had any urine capsules in there. I that, can't think that I had. So I, I'm pinning it on the dog. So I don't know. I don't know what to do from that. Was there anyone else in the house? Uh, there wasn't. There was just myself. Just yourself. So it's either the dog or a ghost. Yeah, maybe the know. dog. I can imagine your handiwork from your so-called toolbox is a bit shabby, Andrew. Maybe the dog's try, trying to discourage you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was I, I was repairing my oven door. You know, your oven door, like it's got like a, a, a sheet of glass on the inside yeah, to yeah. protect the outer glass. That's come loose and I couldn't get it back in. I was trying to repair that. This is really interesting, isn't it? I always assumed you just had an open fire, you know, with bits of yeah. junk that you're burning yeah. it. But there you go, you've got an oven. Yeah, well, kind of. It's not really working anymore because the, the glass has dropped out, but, you know. When you turn it, it on full, does it stink? Yeah, 
Yeah, nice, Andy, nice. <laughs> have you tried? Have you ever tried one of those oven bombs where you just put the the cleaning bomb in and just leave it, and it just goes and cleans the whole of the inside of your oven in like Literally four a hours? Bomb. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll I'll deploy any kind of domestic bomb for, for any purpose. Too. You can bomb moths and insects, can't you? You can put you can, a bomb yeah, in. Yeah, you can bomb fleas and things like that, yeah, and you can also bomb the inside of your oven. Yeah. So. Two two residential bombs, perfectly legal, and very enjoyable. Yeah. So the wife's question's Andy. Hi, Andy, she says, as always. Hi, Mrs Mortimer, yeah. When you are waddling around B&M bargains looking for a 64-pack of thin bog roll, do you ever mm. stop at the Long Life Ready Meal selection and salivate onto the floor for a couple of hours? Not just a couple of hours, no, no. Why would we do that? No, I, I mean, I, I just make my selection. I'll just get, like, a, a beef curry or something like that and just proceed to the uh, to the checkout. Like so, a normal person. Now, yes, there'll be a little bit of salivating, obviously. Who doesn't? Okay. Thank you. Andrew, do you change your underpants every month oh, or just Christ. wait until they crumble and flake off into your tracksuit bottoms? <laughs> I don't want to answer any questions about... Um, your undies. Below, ...below the waist activity. Okay. It's all right. I respect that. Andrew... Thank you. Is yes. it true that your famous Mackham stew has only two <laughs> ingredients, 70% water, 30% <laughs> turkey mints? Is that true? Asks the wife. <laughs> 30% seems high. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. I'll wear that with pride. Yes, oh, it is. It's lovely. Do you let all lovely. the water evaporate or keep it quite thin? I keep it thin. It's keep more it of thin. a uh, it's more of a soup than a than a stew. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, eat it with Is a that big. The end old of the questions. St- yeah, that's the thing. You've enjoyed them, though, haven't you? I've got one question for you from me kids. Just one solitary question. Go on then, uh, Bob. Bob, they say, uh, do you think you'll ever be able to control yourself when you've got a fish on the end of your line, or will you always just jump about like a daft fanny? I think the time will come when I will relax a bit more, you know. But mm-hmm. um, you don't know how many hours have gone in to try and get a fish. So it's always, you know, it's very exciting. It's an exciting yeah, thing. Yeah, but I know, but can you not, you know, learn to control yourself a little bit? It'll help. I'm not a fishing expert, but it'll help in terms of, you know, reeling it in. You're not a fishing expert. Do you know, no, I had, of course I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologise if it's irritating your children. Um, yeah, the question. I, you know. I suspect it is a bit irritating, but we can only show what happens, can't we? Well, you say that, but anyway. I've got an exciting episode of Geordie Heat, Andrew. What do you think of that? I'd love to hear it. Okay, here we go. I hope you enjoy it, darling. All right. Geordie Heat. Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie nights. Geordie streets full of crime. Geordie heat. Interior Geordie heat HQ. Daytime. The phone rings and it's answered by DS Denise Welsh. 
Hello, you threw the Geordie heat, fighting crime on the Tyne, all nice and canny-like. How can I help you out of the day? Oh, man, not you again! <laughs> Pardon, sir. Nothing. I was just saying me nuts are in pain. It's none of your business. No problem, <laughs> sir. Now, can I take your name, please? It's me, Mr Sting, from the massive house of one uh, massive estate with the three massive garages. Oh, hello, Mr Sting. How can we help you today, pet? I need uh, to report a burglarisation at the massive house. Someone's been in and stolen all the balls off me snooker table. I haven't been out of the house, so they must have done it whilst I was busy eating me golden grams. <laughs> oh, dear. Is there someone there who can help you look for them? No! Trudy's out in a powerful sports car buying sandbags cause there was a flood on the telly and I don't know what to do on my own like so you need to send all your best coppers straight away and take some fingerprints set up a police garden if you don't mind I might have to throw if you don't I might have to throw me massive gong out of the window on the gravel Right, okay. Try and keep calm, Mr Sting. Have you looked for the balls? I can't because I've been stolen. One of them is made from gold, man. <coughs> okay, calm down. Are you near the snooker table now, Mr Sting? I am sitting on it, so I can't come and take that away as well. All right. How big is the table? Oh, I don't fucking know. Massive, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, can you have a, a look in one of the holes for a What for? I've never used them before. They've got like nets on them, I think they're for catching flies and table worms and that. Just do it nice and slowly. Give it a go, don't rush it. Okay. <coughs> they're there, I can see them, even the gold one. Ah, oh, isn't that smashing? So why didn't you ring up? Tell us they were there earlier on. I've been getting all head up when I could have been playing the bongos and Phil Collins gave us. You lot are useless. The baddies will be halfway out of the county by now. OK, Mr Sting. Now, I think it's best I leave you to get on now. Hold on, Mrs. So, what are you doing after work? Do you fancy a run out in me supercar? It's got massive wheels and the engine makes sparks if I put it into super thrust. Wow, that does sound exciting. I fucking is. <laughs> okay. So, okay then, Mr. Sting. Pick us up at Geordie Heat HQ about 5.30. Shall I bring my loot? No, that that's all right, pet. Okay, see you later. And make sure you do come on your own. Cut to remote woodland clearing. Denise is sat on an old tree stump. String is playing his loot. Oh, I thought you said you wouldn't bring your loot. No, I never. You said don't bring it, but I said I wouldn't. Anyway, keep your traps shut, or I'll leave you here in the forest, what is full of werewolves and that sort of shit. There's me song. She was a strong new maiden with walnuts in her. She never had the hiccups or got savaged by a bear. She wore a golden necklace and had apples in her sack. Her nose was bent and crooked. She had warts all down her back. Oh, please, Mr Sting, stop it. I can't stand the sound of that fucking loot. 
makes me spine curdle. I don't know how much more of it I can take. How dare you? You are getting right on my nerves. That's it. I'm going to abandon you to the werewolves and all the other sorts of shits. No, please don't leave me here with all these sorts of shits. What not about here? Please, Mr. Sting. Don't be mad, made up. Perhaps you should call those useless bastards at Geordie Heat. Good luck with that, like, they never help me. I don't love you. Suddenly the sound of the Geordie Heat moped is heard revving into the clearing. It skids to a halt and off steps D.I. Steve Bruce. Watch out, boss. He's got a loot. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sting. Don't do anything stupid. I want you to slowly, very slowly... Put the loot down on the floor and don't you dare strum it or you'll be for it. <laughs> oh, God, not you. How did you even find me? You're normally useless. Never mind that. Just put the loot on the ground and step away from it. Sting does as he's told and leans dejectedly against his supercar. Oh, thank God you came, boss. I don't think I could have taken much more. I'm just doing me job, pet. How did you find me, by the way? Ah, well, PC Shelby bought a load of tracking devices off the dark web, and I've had them installed into every officer's hat. When I saw that you were in the forest with the werewolves and that sort of shit, I knew something must be wrong. <laughs> they hear the sound of Mr Sting sobbing. Here, come on now, pet man. No harm done. You best just get off back home to the massive house. Why won't anybody listen to me loop music? It's very upsetting and all I'm trying to do is make people happy. I wish Judy never bought it for me. Here, come on, Mr Sting. You daft apeth. I'm in no rush. Why don't you play us a few tunes before we get off? Really? Do you mean it? You're not just kidding us on? No, we'd love to hear a few tunes. Come on, off you go. All right, here you go. <laughs> He was a noble copper with corsets in his hair, his slacks beneath his belly. He had a terrible load to bear. His lassie was so pretty with a buckle on her boot. And at sunset in the forest, they listened to me on me loot. Close up of Denise and Bruce's fingernails digging into the bark of the tree stump. Jody fucking hates. <laughs> so that were a longie. Sorry about that, Andy. Oh, that was all right. That was very long, but it was a uh, very high quality entertainment. Would you like to play? Can you smell smoke? Yeah, go on. Then I like that. It's difficult, okay. but I'll give it a go. Here we go. Welcome along to Can You Smell Smoke? Today's contestant is Bob Mortimer. Welcome along, Bob. Hi, thanks for having me. Bob? <laughs> Not yet. I haven't said it yet. <laughs> Bob? Yes? Can you smell smoke? No. I can't smell smoke. You're saying no. You're saying no, you can't smell smoke. I can't smell smoke, no. 
Okay. Would you like to change your answer? No, I can't smell smoke. You stick in with... Yep. You stick in with no? Yep. You can't smell smoke. Okay. Bob? We've run out of time. Can you come back next time? And we can finish it off then. Was there smoke or not? We've run out of time. I'm sorry. We can't take it any further. I'm really sorry. That's it for this episode of Can You Smell Smoke? But thanks for joining in. Hopefully we'll see you again. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for that, Andy. How frustrating is that? Well, rules are rules. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I've got a little song um, that was sent to me. I think it came. I think it might have come from um, Infinity Rocket Plastics. You know the hacking <laughs> organisation. Yes. Because um, I don't know where it's come from. Let me just just find it. Um, All right. It's Steve McLaren song. I right. must have got it from yeah. Infinity Rocket Pla- Plastics. Okay. And it, it, it's, he's just singing a song with Casper. So it's only short. Okay. I'll, shall I sing that? Is there any music accompanying it, or is it just no? A, I don't. I, it's just come as a as a WAV, an audio voice right. only WAV. So maybe the music's on a separate track. Okay, let's hear it. Casper, you're a special friend, and I will love you till the very end. Casper, you're my hero. You were Hoffman to my De Niro. Don't <laughs> you ever leave me. If you did, I would bleed freely. You're my one love. You're my turtle dove. Stephen, I should tell you that I just spewed up in the vestibule. And yesterday in the front room, I dropped a tod on your favourite shoes. Oh, Casper, you're such a character, full of wisecracks and laughter. You're a bucket full of Custard, you're a fillet steak served with mustard. You are my one and only, and I am never lonely. <laughs> Stephen, I should tell you there's a dead rat in the swimming pool, and if you look behind the TV, there's another one partially eaten. Oh, that's all right, Casper. We can have a fun game cleaning them up and then we'll go to the fair and buy a candy floss mountain. 
and that's where the recording, wherever it's from, stops. It just stops, does it? Oh, fantastic. Lovely stuff. Beautiful. I did the Great North Run yesterday. You didn't, or did you, Andy? I did. Did you? I did. You know, I've been I've been running for a few months, and I've been, you know, working up my stamina. I didn't tell anybody about it. I kept it quiet, because I didn't want to see I was doing it and then bottle out. But I did it. Oh, well done, you. Thank you. I got around two hours 40, which isn't a fast time or anything, but I got around. That's the main thing. But um, it, got, it got a bit weird afterwards, because everyone gets a medal yeah. for finishing the race. Yeah. And there's a really long queue to get your medal afterwards. So I was standing in the queue for about, oh God, about half an hour. Finally get to the front and the fellow with the medal says, Soon you! Oh, it's Corbin, isn't it? Fucking Jeremy Corbin, wasn't it? Handing oh, out the medals at the Great North Run. He said, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I was exhausted anyway, but this was just, you know. He says, uh, Soon you there, laddie, in your lycra, thinking that you're MC Hammer or such like. Oh, I was. I was in lycra. I was in lime green lycra. Nice. If you want to paint that mental picture for yourself there. He says, uh, Pathetic. He says, I clocked you at the 10 mile mark. If I'd have shot you, it would have been an act of mercy. Mm. It's charming. It? You know what I mean? I did my best. You know, I wasn't fast. I got round though. Uh, I says, Can I have my medal, please, Jeremy? He says, No, not until you've asked me my best run. Go on, ask me. I says, um, All right, what's your best run, Jeremy? 19! Bosh! 19 what? No, well, I don't know. I says, what, What's that? Distance? Miles? What? Speed? Time? What, what do you mean, 19? He says, 19! Now move along! I says, I, w- I want my medal. I've done the run. I want, I've been killing for half an hour. I want my medal. He says, they're all gone! <laughs> I says, there's a box of them in front of you there. He says, they're reserved for another race. Uh, this, is, this is ridiculous. I mean, I've run 13 and a half miles. I just want my medal. And he puts his palm outstretched right, right. in my face. Right. And he says, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. I just went home, Bob. I just so went you home. never got your medal? I never got my medal. It's not worth it, do you know what I mean? It's just a medal. I did the race and I've got the achievements and the personal satisfaction. It's just a medal. It doesn't matter. I'll probably get one off eBay. I shouldn't have to put up with shit like that. It's harassment. Oh, well, you're taking it really well. It's admirable. Yeah, well, my legs are aching, so, you know, I've got to have it. I yeah. I've been listening to... Uh, the Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer show on the radio, you know, yes. and re- recording anything decent. And uh, quite a good episode this week. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's the show where uh, he goes to celebrity homes, mm-hmm. takes a look inside, famous football people usually. It was Peter yeah. Beardsley this week, Andy. How wonderful. Yeah, so I thought <laughs> I would tape it and I'll, I'll play it for yeah. you, Andy, yeah? Here we go. Okay. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, ma, Martin. Hello, everybody, and welcome you are to my show. Now, you find me outside the house of Mr. Peter Beardsley, ex-Newcastle in England footballing. And straight away, I can see that the door knocker is in the form of two lovely boiled eggs. Little bit unusual, but do you know what? 
I like it, baby. I like it. I like it, baby. Let's see if anybody's in. <laughs> Peter, answer the door, will you? These porches are very, very fucking runny, and I'm not moving for no one. Uh, uh well, love. Uh, all right, mate. How can I help you? Hello, Peter. My name's Martin from Homes Under the Hammer on the BBC. And I've come to have a look around your beautiful home. Uh, uh, sorry, mate. Uh, I don't know anything about that, eh? Uh, my wife only lets me watch police intercept her, so it shows you, you know what I mean. Who <laughs> oh, is it, Peter? Uh, it's a bloke called Martin off the telly and uh, he wants to have a nose around our house like. What does he look like? Uh, uh, a bit like a hedgehog, you know, that walks on its back legs like. That's Martin from Homes Under the Fucking Hammer. <laughs> Let him in right now, you dozy half-wit. Uh, uh, don't come in, Martin, and of course make yourself at home. Thank you. Now I can immediately smell a deep and overpowering stench of eggs. It's not unpleasant, actually. Reminds me of that morning I woke up round the back of the little chef in Reading. Bring him in here, Peter. Uh, <laughs> is that her voice? Yo, fucking bring him, bring him in here, Peter. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Beasley. I see it's your <laughs> eggs I could smell. Oh, hello there. Yes, that's right, Martin. I do like a plate of porches in the morning. Would you like, Peter, to fetch you some porches, or would you prefer a fried or even a fork and boiler? No, I'm all right, thanks. So, this must be the living room. It's very dark. Dark brown settee. Dark wood sideboard. Broody posters of various policemen. Some of them holding eggs. And the curtains <laughs> shut tight. Ah, uh, yeah. The wife does not, not like any reflection getting on the TV screen. Like, if it gets too dark, uh, I'll come downstairs to uh, um, the spare room and shine my head torch onto a scrambler's other evening omelette, you know. Yes, thank you, Peter. Why don't you nick off into the kitchen and fetch a drink for Martin? Do you fancy a sherry or a mug of hook and bovril? It's very invigorating, if you don't mind me saying, God, you're beautiful. Right, no, I'm fine, thank you. I know you are. So, how long have you lived here? Yeah, about ten years, I reckon. I remember the first day, uh, day we moved in, actually. We had a little dog back then called Ego, and he got run over by the <laughs> removal van. Are you still here? Go and do something useful. Don't those recycling bins round the back need a good staring at? Uh, well, if that's okay by you, love, I would love to have a good stare at them through the kitchen window. Just shout if you need anything. Why don't you come and sit with me on the sofa, Martin? I'll pop a newspaper on the cushion so your jeans don't get any mucky slack on them. I'll tell you what, I'll go through to the kitchen with Peter and have a nose about. You finish your poached eggs. I see you've got eight on the plate, which is certainly unusual, but do you know what? I like it. 
<laughs> okay, Martin, I'll come through and join you in a fucking minute. Well, what a lovely kitchen, Peter. Nice view of the recycling bins and the conifers through the window. And it's all very sleek and modern, with white cabinets and a super modern laminate floor. Must be a great place to cook in for your wife. Uh, to be honest, she very rarely comes in here unless, uh, unless she got a shop on with me. I do all the cooking, like. Oh, is that right? It's that the done thing these days. And uh, what do you cook when you're cooking things that need to be cooked? Oh, well, I'm a big fan of chicken wraps, like. Oh, William of Orange, tell me a bit about these wraps. <laughs> Well, I like a pit of pita bread to be a, a nice and soft and stretchy. And I like the chicken to be really lumpy, lumpy, lumpy with brown stripes on it, you know, so it looks like it's outdoor cooked. So do you cook the chicken on the grill here? No, I, I get it from the shops and eat them on the bench opposite the shops or on the lower wall next to the bus depot. Right, righto, righty-o-ho-ho. So what do you cook in here then? Uh, eggs mainly, poached, scrambled, fried omelette. Depends what the wife wants. She loves her eggs like. That's an unusual diet and I'm not sure that I like it. Does she ever eat anything else? I mean, eggs can bind you up a bit if you're not careful. Do you know what I mean, Harry? Uh, she has the occasional bobra and a savoury on Fridays, but mostly it's just eggs. She, she's a very eggy lass. Oh, hello again, Martin. Is he boring you? He bores me terribly. No, not at all. He tells me you're a very eggy lass. I don't think I like that at all, at all, at all. What, you... What, you don't like an eggy lifestyle? No, I don't think I do. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Well, senor chipmunk in a fucking overcoat. Anyone who isn't fully on fucking board with a life of eggs is not welcome in this house. Go on, get out before I fucking home, before I put your fucking home under the hammer. Oh, come on, let's not be silly buggers. I've got a show to do. I'll give you a show. I'll wrap my hacky fucking bandages round your head and then pummel your daft fucking face until your mind wanders off to Peterborough. Now, Vaughan, get out! Well, that was an unusual experience, being threatened by a woman who's an egg addict. At first I thought it was most unpleasant, but you know what? At the end of the day, I think I quite liked it. See you next week when I'll be visiting Santi Cazola's Laughter Emporium. <laughs> Sounds like a lolathon. <laughs> See ya! <laughs> ma, 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 a tin, 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 tin. tin, tin. tin wonderful stuff you get some pleasure from that yeah there was that the entire two hour show sorry. Like it. <laughs> sorry Andy I got carried away have you um, have they moved homes under the hammer at quarter past eleven on a morning now have you noticed that I haven't have you noticed I'm a- yeah <laughs> I haven't noticed that The um, I'm a bit escaped to the country these days Andy are you mainly into that are you with they've gone crime watch uh, daily 10am now is that what you do? So just crime and, and just all round misery right. is on at 10. And then 11.15, Homes Under the Hammer. What? But um, do you like Homes Under the Hammer when Tommy Walsh from Ground Force makes an occasional appearance? Oh, I, um, God, it's very occasional, isn't it? 
Yeah, but that's the beauty of it because it brings a, an air of menace to proceedings. I think when he's on. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, he feels as like he could just like smash down a dividing wall or something just yeah. for no reason. No, he does that. He yeah, does have like a that. bit of jeopardy, doesn't he? What will Tommy yeah. do? Yeah, because he's on the a bit, um, bit on the edge. Can I just um, can I just see how far I can spit, Bob? Yeah, go on then. Not bad. What was that? About 20, 25 feet? <laughs> about 20 foot, I think. Really yeah. good. Yeah, thanks. No, well done. I've been working <laughs> on it. Just before we go, um, I'm thinking of an animal's backside. Can you guess what it is? It's um, it's the squirrel, but the red squirrel, the, no- the, northern, the northern red squirrel. Really, really poor effort there. Oh, I'm sorry. I can give you a clue if you want to have another go. Go on then, yeah. It's got feathers, right? But it doesn't fly. Um, chicken, duck. It's a duck. Yeah, but you said chicken first. Sorry. What ducks don't fly? This fucker doesn't. <laughs> right, that's it from us. Thanks for indulging us. Thank we'll be you. back soon. Bye bye. See you next time. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.